Hello and welcome to The Big Rishi, the podcast we're tracking the first 100 days of Rishi Sunak's Premiership, a number which we're getting thankfully quite close to now so we can soon stop. I'm joined by Ben Blissett, TLDR's uh, lead writer for UK. Hello. And Rory Taylor, TLDR's social media coordinator. Hello. How are you both doing? Good. Yeah, I'm very good. I've not done this in ages. Yeah, no, you welcome haven't. Back, welcome back to the pod. You I brought know. the energy, the correct energy back. We were talking about killing the Whoa. podcast real early on. Oh, yeah. It's very good. <laughs> do you want to clarify that, uh, what happens after 100 days? Yeah, I think that's probably a good, good I, time I to do it. Remember seeing do you com- know the answer? Because I, I don't know the answer. But I, I remember seeing a comment, someone saying, is this dying after 100 days? Well, I just want to assuage any, any concerns for people that there will still be a podcast continuing past 100 days. Okay. That's as far as I, I think we should... But it won't be so heavily branded around Rishi Sunak. Yeah, it, it, it might be different, but there will yeah. be a podcast featuring those guys on this set talking about things that are happening. Yeah. Cool. That is definitely Hopefully a wider remit than just Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Because he's not proven to be the most interesting person to talk about. Or be, the most visible person to talk nice about. It'd be nice to have someone else we can put in a thumbnail other than him, mm. basically. Yeah. And uh, I think it's fair to say that views have declined slightly since the chaos of last year. So, you know, maybe shaking up a bit could be good. Liz Truss was a much better person to talk about twice a week. Mm. Yeah, that's true. (sighs) The good old days. It's been an interesting week this week, It has been an interesting week. And I've not been here really for a while. So I'm hoping that you guys can give me a refresher on Sunak's Week from Hell. We can. It's been. It's not been the best week okay. for the Prime Minister. It's um, got to be a week from hell because that's a thumbnail there. That we're, is we're the thumbnail. It's it, been yeah. the week I've from hell. Made the thumbnail. Not this week, Jack, has been the week yeah. from hell for our Prime Minister. Oh, it's been okay. an absolute. It's been a nightmare. S- since the thumbnail's already made, it I, is already maybe made. Maybe I won't say this. What are you going to say? I was going to say not everything is bad for him necessarily, is it? From this week, though? I mean, it's not. He's not. He's not. There's uh, dramatic things, definitely big things. Yeah, it's, not he's not leaving the job or anything like that. It's not like he's being brought down this week. But I think it's just that there's... Whereas in the past we've had like Johnson and Trust been brought down and that's we would describe that as like mm. a week from hell. This week's been a lot of diffuse, different things that have been going wrong for Rishi Sunak, which might not like end his premiership, but must he must end this week thinking it's been a pretty bad week. Pretty hellish? Just very... Yeah, I, okay. I genuinely we'll believe see. he must be yeah. thinking that this week because it's, it's not been ideal. Um, and this all sort of started on Monday. That's when weeks normally begin. Let's <laughs> get in, the ball rolling. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's true. What, yeah. I, what I mean more is that his, his hellish week. week, his hellish week began. On, see, his hellish yeah. week didn't begin on like Wednesday. It didn't. It, it, it started going bad even from Monday. It, well. it was a hellish calendar week. Yes. Okay. Indeed. Should we start with what happened on Monday? Yes. 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 So we had the online safety bill um, going through Parliament this week, and on Monday, um, it had been revealed that a number of Conservative MPs uh, wanted to introduce a new amendment uh, to change the punishment for tech bosses who don't meet their new uh, duties to protect children on their platforms. Uh, the, 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 le- the legislation had originally worded it that they'd be given a 10% fine, uh, the company would. The amendment wanted to try and increase uh, that to a two-year prison sentence personally for the media boss in charge of um, mm-hmm. child yeah. safety. Um, the government... Uh, had said last week that they wanted the they wanted to look into this, but then they didn't con- commit to anything. On Monday, they officially sort of backtracked and said, "Yes, we will, 
we will introduce this. They came to a deal mm -hmm. with these, it's about 50 Tory MPs had backed this uh, amendment. So if the government hadn't actually backed it, if they didn't come to this agreement, the government will have would have lost the vote on Monday. Um, so Sunak had to come to a deal saying that we'll introduce this amendment in the House of Lords. They pulled the amendment and it continued from there. But it's, it wasn't great for Sunak because he, this is his third rebellion um, and yeah. he just immediately backed down. Why? Because he would have lost the vote. It would have been massively humiliating. Plus, uh, it isn't something he's sort of ideologically against. When the bill was going through its consultation phase, mm -hmm. it was suggested that it, it's referred to as um, media manager liability or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they suggested that if you were to introduce that bill where media managers could be personally held responsible and face up to two years in prison for failing to protect children online, that would discourage people from joining the sector. Got it. And that, that's why that wasn't originally introduced. So it wasn't the biggest U-turn. It wasn't like an ideological Brexit yeah. or anything like that. It was just one of those things that Sunak probably didn't really want that to be the case. There were mm -hmm. some reasons not to introduce that. And he his hand was forced. And he backed down immediately. And this is the third time that this has happened now. And it kind of further demonstrates that he hasn't got that much power. I think if you're a conservative, backbench conservative MP now and there's something you want done or something about current government legislation that you don't really like, mm -hmm. these three previous rebellions kind of would make you think, well, I'll, I'll write an amendment, give it a go, might get the support the government might give in. Yeah. You know, it, it, there doesn't seem to be any harm in doing that, whereas previously there is a risk at trying to amend legislation without you know, having the government's support. But it doesn't seem like that's the case now. So. No, exactly, and that—that's yeah. that's exactly it. And um, it just—it's—it's it's a wider indication of how um, how Sunak is leading and how he doesn't have the authority that he probably yeah. wishes he did. On a scale of one to five flames, how hellish is this for Rishi Sunak? Uh, I'd say a middle sort of three for that one. Three flames, Rory. I'm going to say two. Two. I'm going to go lower. Oh no, I'm worried we're never going to get break the top half oh, of the right. scale. Oh, we're doing this for each story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Two? Yeah. Okay. So, should we move on to the next, the next big thing? Okay, what happened next? After Monday, what happened then, Ben? Well, we're still actually on Monday. We're still on Monday, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, Rory, do you want to, I feel like you, you know, yeah. I, I, um, I'll, I'll talk about this, but I don't know the timings as well as yeah, you might so do. Yeah, so this has been a story kind of rumbling on for a while. On Monday, late on Monday, we found out that, that the government was going to block Scotland's gender recognition reform bill. Mm -hmm. um, it had been rumoured, I think, the week before that that was going to be the case, and the government had said that it was an option, uh, you know, weeks ago. So um, it wasn't out of nowhere, but it, it definitely, you know, it was dropped a bit of a bomb on British politics. Mm -hmm. um, that was on Monday. Basically, uh, th we have a video about this. Either it has come out or will be coming out on TLDR UK, so you can watch that. Um, but last year, in December, Scotland, the Scottish Parliament passed a bill called the Gender Recognition Reform Bill that sought to change the way uh, people in Scotland can change their legal gender. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just in short, the way the ways that it changed it was reducing the minimum, minimum age from 18 to 16 mm -hmm. and reducing... Uh, scrapping the requirement for a medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria. Yeah. Um, and when, when we say... They, they also reduced the amount of time that someone has yes, lived in sorry. their affirmed gender yeah. from two years, two years to, to three, three months. months. Yes. When we say uh, legally change their gender, we mean acquiring a gender recognition certificate. It's mm -hmm. not about having any surgery or anything like that. It's yeah. a bit of paperwork. Yeah. Um, basically, the big fight is between the UK government and the Scottish government. The UK government has blocked it using a never-used constitutional 
power called Section 35, well, Section 35 of the Scotland Act, yeah. which allows them to block legislation from the Scottish Parliament if they believe, or if they, I don't know how, how much they have to prove it, but if they believe that that legislation will have an adverse effect on UK-wide legislation, on okay. the operation of UK-wide law, basically. Yeah, and, and there's a couple of just specific things here. So the um, gender recognition is... So with the devolution arrangement, Scotland has certain powers. Yeah. Um, they're called devolved powers. Mm -hmm. uh, there are certain reserved powers, which are things that Scotland can't legislate on, which are just the UK um, Parliament uh, has the power to do, and it'll roll out nationally. So things yeah. like international... Uh, diplomacy, defence, mm -hmm. national security, things like that, you wouldn't want, you know, in the devolved arrangement, it was decided that they wouldn't want Scotland yeah. having, their own, having their own thing on that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but gender recognition isn't a, a, a reserved power. So yeah. Scotland does have the right to do that. So the Scottish, the Scottish government passed this bit of legislation mm -hmm. thinking, we will, you know, that is a devolved power, we can do this. The, the, the issue here is that the UK government under, in section 35, of the Scotland Act, it says that if there's a modification, so this is the exact wording, if modifications of the law as it applies to reserve matters and which the Secretary of State has reasonable grounds to believe it would have an adverse effect on the operation of law as it, res uh, as it applies to reserve matters. So just to break that down, mm -hmm. there's a lot of jargon yeah. in one thing. If the law affects other reserved matters, yes. then they then, can block it. Yeah, sure. And the UK government's argument is it affects the Equality Act of 2010 mm -hmm. in some quite complicated ways that we get into in the video, but we might not, it might not be worth mm -hmm. getting into here. Yeah. Um, so they're saying that although it doesn't affect the... Re the, the uh, although that they, they can legislate on gender reform because mm -hmm. that is a devolved power, they can't legislate on equalities and it affects equalities. Sure. That's the UK government's argument. Um, Obviously, this was bad for Sunak because the, the Secretary of State got an absolute battering in the House of Commons. Was it yeah. on Wednesday? On Tuesday, Tuesday. they had the thing. Um, I do wonder, I think it, it really will know if it's bad for the government and for Sunak when this case goes through the courts, which yeah. Nicola Sturgeon has said it will. Um, if the government win it, then it, I don't think it will damage them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it you know, damages them in Scotland, but it feels like they've kind of given up. Yeah. hope on winning over certain people in Scotland. Um, but it really does... I mean, there's two There's two kind of battles going on here. One is the constitutional battle, mm -hmm. um, the UK government blocking legislation from Scotland. They do have, in law, the power to do that. No one is doubting that. But mm -hmm. whether they exercised it correctly is, you know, is up for debate. Yeah. Um, and that will be... Uh, I think it'll be a judicial review that decides that. Then the other side, which is the one that you know impacts people's day-to-day -day lives especially trans people is this uh, debate over how to reform gender recognition and that is something that has been going on a long time in scotland mm -hmm. over this bill they've had years and years of consultation mm. lots of debates uh, only for it to end up being blocked by the uk government mm -hmm. after a huge amount of effort going yeah. into it so you can see why that has really kind of inflamed the the snp and supporters mm -hmm. um when, and there, there are blocked. prominent um sort of lawyers that have spoken out about the government's justification because they, produ they produced a big document explaining their reasoning. Adam Wagner, um, who obviously is a, quite prominent for COVID, um, mm -hmm. interpretation of COVID laws, things like that. Um, he was saying that they, they sort of, they meet one criteria in the Section 35 notice, but not this other one, which is to do with modifications specifically to reserve matters. Again, we won't get into the, the specifics, yeah. but there are concerns that the government hasn't actually justified itself well enough yet. It's so hard to know 
where it goes from here because section 35 has never been used before yes. there's no case where we can say well this is the threshold that they had to meet to prove mm -hmm. it um we just don't know what's going to happen basically. precisely it's yeah. it, it, it's completely up in the air but uh, it wasn't a good day for him it was not a good day how many flames i well i actually i do disagree with ben here i think the secretary of the scottish secretary did get a bit of a battering in the house of commons but mm -hmm. i don't think this is you know this is a government whether you agree with this government's decision or not, yeah. um, I think they obviously believe that they are right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't them making a mistake. Yeah. Uh, we'll find that out when the court rules yes. on this. So I'm going to just give it a one flame. One flame in terms of a bad day for Sunak, but a five flame in terms of how dramatic and important it was. I actually kind of agree. I'm going to yeah. say two, but I do agree because they kind of like stoking culture war yeah. things. Mm -hmm. I think they see this as and like it's appeasing the their base well. and it's bashing the S&P. So it probably is sort of two birds of one stone. But as I say, I think what I was saying, you know, mm. the Scottish section yeah. got an absolute battering. And I mean, it also benefited them a bit because it put Starmer in an awkward position. Yes. He's been criticised by a lot on the left, especially obviously people in favour of the trans regulation and further progress in that regard that his response hasn't been as progressive yeah. as many were hoping. So I suppose that's a good thing for Sunak. I mean, clearly, people who support trans rights and various LGBT things, they're obviously not going to be in favour of Sunak's stance either, but yeah. they never were going to be convinced. Yeah, and whereas, he has, the government does have a stance on that, whereas yes, Labour, they, it's hard really. to tell what yeah. they actually want to happen. I think Starmer's concerned, you know, I, I don't think this, if this is the case, it's not right because he should be looking at this more objectively. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a, there's a possibility that he could be concerned that uh, the Conservatives are going to use this to try and bundle him in with the SNP. Yeah. Labour's constantly in the last 10 years um, been sort of characterised as being uh, very close to the SNP mm -hmm. and that scares English voters, yeah. which they need to win over. Yeah. So if he was to say, oh, well, we agree with the SNP on this, yeah. the Conservatives would use that mm. for years to come as and an attack line. Starmer has... I mean, he, him, Labour under Starmer do say that the Gender, Gender Recognition Act does need to be amended, um, but he doesn't like the reducing the age to 16 thing that was in the Scottish Bill. Mm. But he, he said the Conservatives and the SNP are using it as a kind of political football. Um, and it's, and I think the SNP said the government are using it as political mm. football. The government said the SNP yeah. are. Everyone is using yes. it as a political football, but everyone also does have their genuine beliefs on it like mm -hmm. I, yeah i, I would know, agree with that. i think the political completely. football phrase is kind of a strange one because everything kind of is a political yeah. football but, i also find yeah. it bizarre as well because it shouldn't this the, the debate on uh tuesday um, and subsequent debate shouldn't be about the bill itself yeah because the bill is a scottish thing that they can decide they've agreed to this it's gone through all the democratic procedures yeah it's passed through mm. it's not for people in england to discuss whether it's right or not this is purely a constitutional matter about whether the, section 35 yeah. can be used or not so it's irrelevant what what starmer or yeah. johnson or sunak or anybody what any any of their opinions are but on, that's not uh, a good headline ben <laughs> no <laughs> bashing trans people for a culture war headline will get clicks and opinions section 35 people don't know what mm. that means yeah. yeah, which is why we're talking about it here, which is why it's important to discuss True. that. Mm. Um, Anything yes. else happened on Tuesday? I uh, think so. No, no, that was no. it. Okay, Wednesday yeah. then. Well, Wednesday traditionally is, follows, right? Yeah, it does traditionally follow. Thanks, Jack. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Obviously, PMQs yes. on Wednesday. That was all about uh, ambulance waiting times, mm -hmm. the NHS, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, we don't need to dwell on it too much because it was went as you could expect. Uh, Keir Starmer focused on ambulance waiting times, accused the government of failing on that. Um, Sunak said, we're delivering uh, and you're in the pockets of unions. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and that repeated over and over again um, yeah. as usual. It wasn't as big this week, I don't think. Last week no. was fiery. Yeah. Uh, this week, not so much. Yeah. It was a lot about ambulance waiting times. Um, but yeah, that, that wasn't huge. Um, was th- I'm just trying to remember. Leveling up was yesterday. If that's yeah, leveling up was on Thursday. So Wednesday gonna was, Thursday. we're going to move to skip Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, skip Wednesday. Thursday, this this was, I think, probably the worst. Thursday, I think this week was the worst day for Sunak. Okay. Because it was, it was sort of, there was a two-pronged criticism. Mm. One that was quite frivolous. Mm-hmm. One that was a bit more serious. Which okay. do you want me to start with? Let's start with frivolous. He didn't wear a seatbelt, Jack. Oh, yeah. yes. Seatbelt gate. Seat this gate. is five flames seat for gate? sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to... I feel like we've, we've explained... Do Wait, you want to have a go at explaining one? I, I don't really... Kn- I know that there's a video going around... <laughs> Of him talking to camera. Yes. If I'm honest, I've not watched yeah. the video. He, I mean, I have watched the video, yeah. but with audio off. I have no idea what you're saying not in the video. It's hugely important. Up. Of course. Um, the but he wasn't wearing is, a seatbelt. It was filmed by an aide of his, mm-hmm. pu- published on his own Instagram page. Yeah. And they didn't think, oh, maybe you should put your seatbelt on. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, yeah, and then, it's not Watergate, is No, it? and then later, later in the day, the police came out and said, was it Lancashire, Lancashire police, police yeah. came out and said that they would be investigating the video and yeah. he might get, is it Maximum pounds? fine is £500, is but most people it's like £100 and it can yeah. be reduced to 50 with a awareness course. Um, but if he does get fined, you know, that will be his second sure. police fine in a year, which is... It's which, a bad look. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad look. No, this, it's is, doing this, is, this is my entire like, thing, is that it isn't, this shouldn't... I almost, I'm kind of annoyed about it because people, I, I worry that the media are going to start treating this if he, if he gets a fine as if it's like COVID and party game. Mm-hmm. And Which I want to make very not, clear yeah. they're yeah. entirely, totally and separate things. MPs get have had driving offences before mm. of like speeding mm-hmm. and all this and getting points in their licence. And by and large, it doesn't even get yeah, in the Tom, news. Tom, Tom Tugan ha- had his license suspended because he was using his phone while driving and he's still a minister. Yeah, he's still a minister. Mean, that's much worse. Yeah. yeah, but this is the thing, is that, that that's happened and he's still a minister and, and it's kind of like, we accept the politicians people. It's not great that you get points in your license, yeah. but in, in the, 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 the hierarchy of things, it's quite low down. Mm-hmm. The reason that COVID is different is because they wrote the laws, everything else, we won't get yeah. back into that, but they're two totally separate things and I'm, I'm worried that COVID is, is sort of, yeah. it's changed yeah. the, the way that we look at ministers. Also, getting fines and we're now going to start treating them as if yeah. they're all like COVID and they're not. Bernie, people even tried to equate it at the time to downplay the COVID offences yes. yeah. by saying, oh, people have had parking fines, yeah. or, I don't know, whatever, like speeding fines. It's like, and even at the time, people were arguing that and our response would have been, well, it's a little different. Yeah. yeah. And this is also a little different. And I think it's weird to pretend this isn't yeah. when people like us were making the case that no, 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 it's not the same as yeah. a speeding fine. I'm, and a speeding fine is clearly worth... Like, even the example they gave of a speeding fine, the people who are kind of being contrarian, this is better than a speeding yeah. fine. Like, mm. even, what's the worst... Like, speeding, you could kill someone. Yeah. The worst case here is he could injure himself. I mean, worst case, I guess he could die. But, like, mm, how fast were they going? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I think you should also um, <laughs> point out, I'm not sure if we said, he has apologised for yeah. it and said it was a brief error of judgement. Um I also even think I've seen people and maybe this is I don't know I'm gonna say it's not even that bad this is this is maybe gonna be a three flame from me but I've seen people so I've seen MPs tweeting about the fact like conservative MPs tweeting about the fact that like ah this is like the the police do great work but they shouldn't be spending their time on this and then Labour supporters tweeting them say like with screenshots of the same MPs tweeting about beer gate but the thing is I do think that this is nothing compared to even beer gate like on the scale like 
I think it is a legitimate thing to say you should be investigating Beergate, but not this. And I do think Partygate is cl- clearly worse than Beergate. <laughs> Mm. And this is not even yeah, on the radar. I, yeah. I think that's not even hypocrisy from the conservatives. Presumably, won't take much investigation. No, because there's a video. Watch the video. He's admitted to it and apologised. I yeah, want to go on the record here and say that I actually, I, I completely agree with both of you, and I, I, I actually think that Sunak, I'm kind of going to defend him slightly here, yeah. in the sense that he shouldn't have done it. No. But he apologised quickly. It's a low level thing, and I, who I'm, cares? I'm annoyed that the media is paying as much attention yeah. to it as, as they are. It, it shouldn't. This shouldn't affect anything. I think the much bigger thing that people aren't talking about, which mm-hmm. we will in a second. Um, is the levelling up funding. I think that's a much larger scandal that we should so be talking about. you're saying that the media shouldn't waste five minutes in the middle yeah. of a podcast. And we've, we've, we've done funding that. has yes. been pretty widely covered to defend the mainstream media. To be fair, the, yeah. as someone who has been checked out of news for the last two weeks, I saw the... I saw oh, the really? seatbelt thing. Yeah. I have no idea exactly. what you're about. The levelling up thing, I literally have no idea what Fair you're enough. about to tell me. Fair so, enough. yeah. This, this is the problem. But anyway, as I say... I Maybe I should be ignorant more often. Yeah, you've, ba- you've, you've proved my point here, yeah. Jack. Thank you. Um, anyway, levelling up funding. Sorry, this is no, the no, 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 no. We, we need to flame the uh, oh, oh, yeah. seatbelt. I'm going five flames. Absolute five flames. hell. <laughs> no, yeah. After everything you've just <laughs> said. No, it's, it's, I, I yeah. don't know. I think objectively it's like barely smouldering. I think it's five ice. It's nothing. It's oh, back. But I think, no, no, I do think it's at least a couple flames yeah. just because, like. Yeah. It's just not treated. It's just not treated, but it's yeah. It's not good for him, but like one, it should be nothing. Thing, the only thing I really take away from it, and it's just a point of interest, really, is that Rishi Sunak seems like someone who's very conscious of his image, and the people mm-hmm. around exactly. him are very conscious of, of his image. To to put that video out there when you're not wearing a seatbelt is just really. Do stupid. you think you'd notice that though? I think so. I'm pretty Especially sure he's taken because he, he said he took the, the seatbelt off temporarily to record the video. Yeah, mm. so he's he's taken the seatbelt in the, off, the action, recorded the video, and then put the thing back on. Mistake. Anyway, this is yeah, yeah, anyway, we're getting into a thing up. that shouldn't one, be a one thing. One flame. Can you do zero flames? The fire's extinguished. I'm doing a one flame. I'm doing zero. I can't wait for us to do our recording thing where we're going. As that's, no, it's not a spoiler. No, we've told We're going to the yeah. Netherlands to record the 10,000th order video. I can't wait. Every single shot I'm in a car, I'm not going to be wearing a seatbelt. Wow. Um, that's a guarantee. Are you actually, you're actually going to, you're committing to breaking yeah. the law. And not only you Also, am I going to be law, in a car? You, I don't think I'll be in a you're, car. You're conspiring to break the law now as well. Ooh. Does that, like make, that that's that's make it worse. Can we yeah. just, I want to make for the record, wear your seatbelts, guys. We, yeah. We, like, wear seatbelts. It's important to wear seatbelts. It's the right thing to do and it's the law. Do it. Do you wear a seatbelt on like, uh, say a coach that has a seatbelt? Are you wearing the seatbelt? The, the law is, is that if there's a seatbelt available, you have you to have wear, to wear it. it. Yeah. Got it. So, I find it yes. adds, a, adds a layer of comfort, security, yeah. you know. I have no issues with seatbelts. On a yeah, plane? Yeah, do you I'm wear agreeing. it? On, yeah. I do. On a, a seven-hour, eight-hour plane journey, are you wearing it the whole time? I loosen it, but then okay. still have it on. Yeah, because yeah. I don't really notice how, that I have it no, on. No, I agree. I and yeah. also, if there's real a lot of turbulence... Oh, that's fun, though. I, I want it. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> I, it on. I was on the I most turbulent flight I've ever been on the other day, and I was... Like, you get, like, proper airtime like, on a roller coaster. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Should we talk about? Oh, I up? also sorry. I was also yeah. on a plane the other day, which really smelled of like smoke, oh. like real like burning smell just before takeoff, and everyone was re- like, all the flight attendants stuff were really chill, and I thought, I'm glad I'm not a nervous fire because mm. even I am slightly a bit like, what's going on here? And there's definitely people on the flight who are freaking out. Yeah. Do you have any flight rituals like to to calm you down with it? I'm at all? Fl- flying. I'm entirely unfazed by. Right. I quite like touching the outside of a plane before I go on it, just because it's kind of like it's a it's, cool. it's a big it's, cool thing yeah, to get. You don't often, or well, you do often, like every time you go on a plane, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like, it feels like a cool thing. To, like the cold metal feels nice, mm. but I, I'm not gonna like 
I sit down, realise I haven't touched it, go back out and touch it. Like, it's not a superstition, it's just Open kind of the door, fun. I need to touch the outside. Yeah. yeah. Do you? I, <laughs> you know that I do. Yeah, I know you oh, do. Oh, what's, what's I, this about? I, whenever I take off or land, <laughs> I, I, I listen yeah. to a song in case, because that's the most, it's the most <laughs> likely thing that an accident's going to happen. Yeah. And my reasoning is, <laughs> I'm being completely out of this record. My reasoning is, is if it's going to crash and I'm going to die in a big fireball, I at least want to listen to a good song. And that song is Shivers by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> 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 Scarlet, I'm really sorry. You. Uh, <laughs> no, it's no. not that. It's Bohemian Rhapsody, actually. I, I have to say, I love Bohemian Rhapsody, but I don't, I don't that think often. it's a good song to listen to when you take off all that. It's quite yeah. stressful because there's different there's a lot parts going on. Like, what part yeah, which do you part want? Do you want to die in? Kind of, yeah. I, I want the bit where just before it kicks off. The only yeah, good thing is because right. it's like eight minutes long or whatever. Like sometimes you're taxiing for a while and you think you're about to take off this and then you die. It's such it's a exactly long song that you probably don't have to loop it even. No. Anyway, we how how did we get here? Do you have any in-flight rituals? Uh, no. Oh. No. No. Good. Certainly not. Leveling up. Leveling up. Are we, is this, is that this almost in? like a preview of the the kind of new podcast after 100 days, I think. It's going to be more <laughs> chat like that, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm so <laughs> what sorry. What a boring team. <laughs> uh, you can cut cut out what I just said. If no, no, boring. no, don't, yeah. don't. Okay. Cut every, just... Leveling this, up. Uh, Leveling up. This is your, like, so we've talked about... Yes. Online safety bill, which we broadly agreed wasn't great, but isn't terrible. Yes. Then we discussed the gender recognition thing, which we said, unless they lose dramatically in court, kind of fine for them thus far. Mm. Then we talked about a seatbelt, which all of us said it's ludicrous people are even talking about, but we still wasted five minutes on but it. But that doesn't mean then that we it's talked not about damaging. Ben, then we talked about Ben listening to Queen on planes. Yeah. And where Leveling we're getting, up is the big this one. This is where we're getting to so next yeah. week from hell. It's all if been... this isn't five flames from everyone... This is five flames from me, I'm preemptively okay. saying. go. Um, <laughs> go. So yesterday, the government announced which locations are going to receive its second round of levelling up funding. Yeah. That totals £2.1 billion. Pounds. How okay. much was round one worth? Uh, yes. Okay. Great question. Uh, On I screen. Don't know. I don't know. Can you look um, it up for us, Rory? Also, didn't I see somewhere they're rebranding it to like... Ratcheting up or something else. Yeah, no. Well, it, they're not, they're not re rebranding it. They're they're suggesting that Conservative MPs in their constituencies use phrasing. I can't remember the exact gauging thing. up, gauging up, up, or no, stepping up, and things like that. So they're not rebranding the scheme. They're just advising MPs. Round yeah. one was one point seven billion pounds. Oh, so, so this is bigger. slightly bigger. Round two. Yeah. So okay. two point one billion. Now the issue is is that there's been um, accusations of unfairness to mm -hmm. do with to do with it. Uh, some, the Financial Times has, have analysed the funding to have a look at um, the, the percentage of, of where it's gone. And it turns out that in the sort of uh, the, the least deprived areas, it, they're not getting the bulk of the money, which is already quite scandalous. Mm -hmm. But when you actually analyse the, the specific areas that get it, 64% um, of the funding has gone to areas which are held uh, in constituencies held by Conservative MPs, mm -hmm. and only 23% went to the Labour Party. Now, just to be clear, there were 55% of, uh, of MPs in the House of Commons are Conservative, mm -hmm. and 30% are Labour. So, obviously... Where's the rest of that going? There's a... Yeah, there'll be Scotland, other... Scotland, 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 Northern Ireland, Wales, Wales etc. Um... So the point is, is that there's an overinflation of huge the amount overinflation. Of, of, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's you know 55% of MPs are Tory, but 64% of the funding is on to Tory areas. Yeah, and, and then 2330. And 2330 yeah. the other way. So it's uh, it's it's really not a good look. Um, and one of the, the the biggest sort of controversies here is that Richmondshire, which is um, Rishi Sunak's mm -hmm. own constituency 
is receiving funding. Despite being quite a fancy area of Yorkshire, right? Did you say Richmondshire? Richmond. I meant Richmond. Oh, sorry. I meant meant (laughs) Richmond. It's Richmond... um, In Yorkshire, right? In Yorkshire, sorry. Because there's two Richmonds. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I just thought Richmond was the like town and Richmondshire was the region, but no, yeah. sorry, I've I was been being an idiot. That's what I was. I wasn't sure if that was like Yorkshire a, people. As a Yorkshireman, I wasn't sure if you knew something I no. didn't know. I've never been to Richmond actually. Oh, I have. There you go. Have I, you? I just camera too. Oh, I didn't. No, it was, it was quite nice. Oh. I think this was like 15 years ago. It might yeah. be might. the one in Yorkshire or yeah. Okay. Where's the other one? Is it? Oh, there's London, yeah, isn't it? Richmond. Oh yeah, that one's nicer. The Richmond in London's really nice. Uh, I haven't uh, been, but the Yorkshire one's definitely nice. I haven't been to either, but the I Yorkshire went when I was like nicer. twelve. I mm. don't have a strong opinion. But the point is, the uh, town <laughs> this was the point in right? Rishi Sunak's constituency is getting a lot of quite a lot of money for yeah. redevelopment. Well, this, should we go and see if it needs it? Yeah, <laughs> I look at trains. Mm. Keep talking. So it's um, it's a huge thing, and it's just it's it's another example of of Sunak being criticised for his. Uh, you know, it's, it's another like Tory corruption type scandal that's brewing mm. here. Um, I, uh, I I think with the levelling up thing, um, it's flawed just by its design because um, basically places around the country had to bid to get that funding. They had to put they had to put in bids and say we'd use this funding for X Y Z, and then the Department of Levelling Up would allocate the funding to certain uh, certain number of those bids. Uh, in terms of the number of bids that were made and the number that were uh, awarded money, um, 80% were rejected mm. um, because there's only so much money in the mm-hmm. levelling up fund. Um, so when you design a system that is based on people bidding for it and then 80% getting rejected, there's always there's going to be far more people unhappy than there are going to be exactly. saying, yeah. yes, we're getting a new high street. So there's plenty of places around the country that are thrilled with what they've got, but it's because of so many people getting rejected, the it kind of almost guarantees a, a bad mm. press, I think, for it. Yeah, precisely. Um, and especially, you know, I wonder what the argument here is, because in my, in my mind, the sort of Conservatives generally hold rural seats. Yeah. Um, and perhaps urban areas, I would assume, sort of naturally need a, a little bit more funding because they're, they're a bit more built up. Yeah. Um, there's, there's more people... Um, living in, in, in more confined areas, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So th- they might, would be, in my mind, sort of prime for level, yeah, leveling so up funding. Was, so one of, one of the criticisms was that London and the South East got more in terms of the pure amount of money mm-hmm. than the North East did. But Michael Gove said, if you do it per capita... I was going to say, it's a lot more around. people exactly. live there, yeah. Um, but... Uh, then, then you've got this question of what actually is what is leveling up yeah, exactly. because it's never really been defined. Yeah. Um, if it is purely about making leveling up the north, bringing it kind of economically on the same level to the south, mm-hmm. or is it about deprived areas wherever they are? Yeah. Because um, there are deprived areas in the south and in London, obviously. Yeah. But is it purely about the north-south you, divide? We don't. We don't know. Was it you that was saying the other day about um, there was a seafront town that was? Oh, it was me. Was it you? Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to say the story? I don't, is there a story here? Was, about, would, was it about the five G thing? Yeah. I think it's Bournemouth yeah. is getting, I don't know. Some amount of money. A few mil. I want to say six million. Mm-hmm. Rory's Googling it. Yeah. It's getting six million and the MP tweeted that it was going towards like a new promenade, cleaning up the beach and a 5G rollout. And I, my remark was, what, what's the split there? Because it's not impossible the 5G rollout is a, maybe even a majority of that. 
a 5G rollout that had to happen anyway. Mm. Probably the mobile networks are pressuring for... Can I read you this quote that yeah. might add to the confusion? Okay. £18.2 million to help revitalise Bournemouth and Poole Seafront. Yeah. This is a bit... Uh, re rehabilitation of derelicts and decaying facilities. Mm -hmm. New 5G-ready digital promenade. What does that mean? I don't know. Their seafront is going to be digital and 5G uh, right. ready. There's but two even, extremes here, yeah. isn't there? It's just that they've rolled out 5G and you get 5G on the promenade, just the low rent. Yeah. <laughs> or there's some interactive, yeah. amazing yeah. promenade. Metaverse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, uh, we should go, go to Bournemouth when that's done. Yeah, yeah, I don't know which one it is. I would suspect yeah. it's just you but can get even 5G so, my, on the my slight conspiracy was that it was a how much? Sorry, did you say it was being spent? Eighteen point two million That's pounds. So much money. Yeah. Eighteen point two million pounds was being spent, and a lot of that was stuff that was already earmarked five G rollout stuff. And the reason why five G kind of stands out on the list is because it doesn't really make much sense alongside the others. But the reason it is on the list is because there was already ten million going towards yeah. it, and they're like. We can go from 8 to 80. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm making stuff up. But it just feels like an odd inclusion. Yeah. And I guess it comes into your point of kind of what is this money really for? Because if it up? is just like smartening up high streets, I guess that's a valuable thing to do. People want to live in nice places. It adds community spirit, whatever. Mm. But that's not really leveling up long term. That's just kind of painting some walls. I think if if there's a genuine economic improvement happening, it's about investing in business, building industry, yeah, I mean, some transport, of the, some of the, not plants. Some pots. of the big awards were things like a new rail link in Cardiff, yeah. um, a new ferry in the Shetland Islands. And also the big one, that, the reason why Rishi Sunak was in uh, Lancashire yesterday, mm -hmm. is this new Eden yeah. project that they're building there. Yeah. Um, so there are these big infrastructure projects as well as kind yes. of minor ones. Um, but... I, that Eden Project one was fifty million pounds really? as well. That's quite wow! A lot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, what of government money? Yeah, is it like is it the same Eden Project? Yeah, the big corporation or whatever. Like, is it, like it's the so same the, people. Yeah, the donors okay. and things. or charity, whatever yeah. they are. Um, in terms of how bad this was for Senac, I do think there is a case for it being pretty high up on the mm -hmm. fire list, fire ranking, Flames, whatever yeah. you call it. Um, because uh, firstly. A conservative mayor of the West, or the conservative mayor of the West Midlands, Andy Street, mm -hmm. he has come out and criticised the whole system. Um, I'm going to quote him. He said, "This episode is just another example as to why Whitehall's bidding and begging bowl culture is broken, and sooner we and the sooner we can decentralise and move to proper fiscal devolution, the better." Wow. So this is uh, Andy Street's quite a celebrated conservative mm -hmm. uh, mayor because he won in a place that people didn't necessarily expect him to win in. So he's not happy with yeah. the way it works there is also a report in the times from anonymous uh, red wall tory mps who were elected on this promise to level up um saying that they were furious basically mm -hmm. um and some of the quotes that were attributed to them weren't necessarily saying the system was bad they were saying that the perception of it was at least bad mm -hmm. and that it had gone down very poorly yeah um so if that's the case in these constituencies where the conservatives need to be winning then it's not good for mm -hmm. issue yeah. So no, five absolutely. flames. Five for me. flames. I'm yeah. agreeing. I'm agreeing. I think it's it, it's a really bad look, and it's another thing that builds into this sort of Tory corruption. Mm -hmm. Why are they getting um, you mm. know an over proportion of the money and 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 areas that are controlled by Labour MPs? Not. I think it just it's it's a it's a really bad one, and it's unfortunately been I genuinely believe overshadowed by the fact he's not wearing a seatbelt. Are you suggesting? D yeah, there's is there's some a kind dead of cat. Something going on there. Yeah. No. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm just. No. Uh, I'm just saying that it's a it's an unfortunate situation that mm. it has been overshadowed. Five flames, though. Five flames. 
Well, we got there. Today. So it's an average of about two and a half flames for the next <laughs> hell week. Yeah. Yeah, but all together, it's, it's a lot of flames. how many flames are added together. It's not about the average number of flames, Jack. It's the total. Edit it on the screen. Oh, that's that's a lot of flames. Cool. Whoa, that yeah. is an insane oh, number fiery. of flames. I feel sorry for audio listeners. That not only because they've had to sit through this for 40 <laughs> minutes, but also because, yeah. I don't know. We'll get a robot to say it. Yes, yeah. sure. Eight and a half. Any other sound effects before we go, Jack, that you want? No. 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 Good. That was The Big Rishu, uh, a, a TLDR news production for 326 Limited. Um, I've been Jack Kelly. I'm back. Not for long, though, because we're gonna, we're gonna, the program's going away. I was joined today by Ben Blissett. Impeccable Blissett. hosting as ever. Ben, what, you literally interrupted your own name. I know. But... Uh, Brought to you by this prick, Andrew Taylor. Thank you. Uh, uh, button pushing by Yana Damage and edited by either Yana or Scarlett. Yeah. Very good. What a podcast. Yeah. And Rory Taylor, uh, and Rory Taylor, TLDR social media comments. Commentator? No, this is the issue Ben had <laughs> yeah. the other day. Because no one knows what my job title is. I don't even know. And TLDR Rory... overlord Rory. Yeah.